Listener discretion is always advised. Now, I was on the internet as usual, and I saw this guy post this right here. It says, I nutted way too fast last night, and I know they killing me in her group chat. I know y'all didn't see this shit, so I'm gonna go ahead and drop this little jewel of information on you. Mistakes that most guys make during sex. One is foreplay. This is not just giving and receiving. Foreplay is everything before actual intercourse. This is touching, this is kissing, this is conversation, this is chemistry. Y'all gotta understand, this shit is mental. Number two, slow down, Jack Rabbit. You just humping and going at a fast pace, relax. Sex is an experience. This is the opportunity for you to see how she responds to different antics, touches, kisses, and all of that. If it's a quickie, that's different. But slow down, bro. There's no clit stimulation. Make it your duty to find that clit and lock in on it. Once you find it, that don't mean go crazy on it. Relax, bro. See how she responds to different pressures and speeds. Oh, and this needs to be done while you're stroking. It's been brought to my attention that y'all not letting these ladies get their orgasm. <laughs> if you don't want another man to take your chick, you need to be making sure she busts. You're doing whatever it is in your power to make sure that this lady busts. The amount of women that claim that they don't orgasm during sex is alarming, fellas. What are we doing? Last but definitely not least, fellas, aftercare is super important. The next time y'all finish having sex, don't just get up. Hug her, hold her, kiss her for a little while, and then go get that warm rag with non-scented soap or prepare her a nice warm shower with a fresh towel and washcloth. That is how you treat a lady. And, and, and right as she gets out the shower, you should probably have washed your ass in the second bathroom. Or I don't know, some of you niggas just wipe your nuts. But as she gets in the bed, you, you lean over to her and you, you say this. I put you to sleep. You know what I mean? I put the deep sleep on you, baby. Yeah, man, you know I'm childish as, as fuck. Let's go ahead and start the show. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what it is that you're listening to. You already know who I am. And in case you don't know, you're about to find out. My name is Justice, and I'm a podcaster. I do this shit every day. This is the Justice and the Peace podcast. Let's get it. Every day, every single day I'm here. I mean, you guys know that there are things happening up under the sun because uh, you live up under the motherfucking sun. You know that people then lost their damn mind. You know that people do not want to engage in simple conversation. Everybody wants to be cool. Everybody wants to sway you this way. Everybody wants you to either believe in this or believe in that. Truthfully, I really don't care what you believe in. I just know this. As long as you do what it is that you need to do to get through it, don't hurt nobody, you good with me, man. I'm not, I'm not a professor. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a specialist. I'm just a guy living his life. And I'm quite happy. So why don't you come on and, and join me for this little podcast about the internet. Anyway, let's get it, guys. One more time. My name is Justice. This is the Peace Podcast. I'm quite a peaceful man. But I don't second question breaking these motherfuckers into pieces. 
and I really don't give a fuck what you think. So let's go ahead and start the show. You know, it's it's an interesting time to be alive. A very interesting time to be alive. There is a, 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 a lot of content always available at one's disposal to speak about if you got people to speak to. But if you don't, I think it is notable that you should take notes on how it is that not only our culture is changing, but also how this country is shaping into a motherfucking Looney Tunes cartoon episode. It is something admirable, and I swear, it seems like most of y'all don't care. I- I'm gonna just go ahead and start start reading off the stories it is that is dropped in front of me, and I promise you, it's something to talk about. You got everything that you could even imagine happening up under the moon. Motherfuckers is running in the stores and not getting their blickies up fast enough. You got motherfuckers desecrating dead bodies. Taylor Swift lost her motherfucking rights. I mean, what else? Yeezy wants money for photographs. Motherfucking Kylie Jenner is making fun of the Megan's and Megan the Styling shit. Oh, what do you want? They found a turtle with $53 million worth of cocaine strapped to it. I mean, where in the fuck do we go from here, man? Ugh. Let's get it, you guys. All right, now, I want to follow up on a couple of stories that I reported on a few episodes ago. Uh, I don't know if you cartoon watchers know about the the, the controversy that's going on with uh, the Rick and Morty. Now, I, I know a lot of people may not watch that shit. I know you don't give a fuck about Adult Swim. I know that, that cartoons may be beneath you. I know this. But I also know that you may have kids, and I know those kids have motherfucking phones, and Rick and Morty is broadcasted right to their age group, so what the fuck happened with that situation, you should know. Now, I reported a couple of days about a Rick and Morty story about the uh, guy who does Rick and Morty. He participated in this pilot that was, I mean, grotesque. It was Motherfucker, it, it was pedo porn, okay? There are no words around that motherfucking situation. The, 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 the guy put out a pedo porn pilot, right? Now, the pilot is called Daryl for you weirdos that want to watch it. Just take my advice. You do not need to see this shit. Anyway, I don't know if this is the same guy, but some other guy named Justin Royland, he, 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 it says that he has DMs that allegedly reveal him having a disturbing conversation with a minor. Now, I don't like to get into all of this pedo talk, but one thing I do know is that these motherfuckers have found an avenue, they found a street, they found a back alley, no pun pun intended. These motherfuckers have have found a way to elevate themselves into a position of power to where you can clearly see them, but they are not observable. So, The Rick and Morty guys, I don't know if it's one. I don't know if it's two, but I do know one thing. At least they got rid of one. What do you do when the cartoon creators are creating content that has these subliminal messages that you don't even have the time to see or you don't even care because you don't watch? So that's why I'm here. Make sure 
that your kids are not watching Rick and Morty. The only way that we can stop this kind of behavior is not to support the content that it produces. Now, these motherfuckers got all kinds of pedo rings and shit like that in Hollywood from from all kind of reports, all kind of childhood stars, all kind of things have been documented on this shit. So why should I be surprised about Rick and Morty? Well, fellas, well, ladies, let me tell you this. It's 2023. I thought that we was off of that shit. But then again, I ain't never really been on that little girl, little boy shit. So these motherfuckers is on some weird shit that we ain't even operating on. Please be cautious on what the fuck it is that your kids consume in this, this day and age. They got our kids' interests just completely misconstrued. And, 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 and when, when I say that, that everything seems like it could be a Looney Tune episode and then I segue into the motherfucking Rick and Morty shit, it reminds me that there was a cartoon named... Well, well they're, they're, they're not cartoons anymore. When I was growing up, there was a cartoon called The X-Men. And in The X-Men, they had this, like, uh, lizard-looking bitch. And, 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 and eventually, that lizard-looking bitch ended up looking like a pretty well-sculpted, uh, fully-grown woman with lizard skin in the movies, but to make things weirder, did you see Doja Cat? Did that remind, was that reminiscent of anything to you? I mean, who in the fuck shows up to a gala in all red, I mean, from head to toe, with bedazzled jewels on her four fucking, well, Doja Cat does, and that's exactly what the fuck it is that she did when she showed up looking like a lizard. I mean, who would have thought that things could have got weirder when Kylie Jenner shows up with the lion head from coming to America? I mean, <laughs> you can't make this shit up. And then when it goes to Kylie Jenner, you know, she gives two fucks about nothing. I think I think she's the richest sister. Everybody has this idea that Kim is the rich sister. Kim has money. Kim has money, but I think Kylie had more money than her behind that uh that 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 uh the the, the Maybelline mascara bullshit. All that shit that these gals put on their face, you know, the well blubber. But listen to this little clip right here that she put up. Check this out. I don't want your man Cause I got it like that But it ain't even gotta be like that <laughs> Wow Shots fired, motherfucker Goddamn Now, I don't know if you know the whole story I mean, I only know what it is that I've heard And what I've heard is that the whole Megan the Stallion Tory Lane's incident is because of her, was because Tory was trying to smash. And I can't be mad at Tory. That is a motherfucking infinity bag. Motherfuckers be talking about infinity stones. Them Kardashian, them bitches got infinity bags. And when I say bitch, I say that in the nice, the nicest fashion form, the, the, the most, uh, you know, culturistic way, bitch, yes. Them motherfuckers got hella money. They can silence your ass. So I'm mad at Tori for trying to get them cheeks, for trying to make the audience applaud. There's nothing wrong with that. Not 
one motherfucking bit. I guess there's something wrong with it, you know, when somebody else gets jealous. Anyway, man, I, I can't say free Tory Lanez. I don't never say free nobody. But um, yeah, what, what do you do with that? How do you how do you deal? <laughs> with that kind of situation because it seems like a bunch of ego right all of these people acting like motherfucking clowns and cartoon characters and then rubbing things into their face i mean people sometimes do not know how to take criticism do they they don't even know how to deal in conversation the saddest part is that i believe that these things are getting fucking worse now I saw some crazy shit, non-related, about some motherfuckers who, who will never have the chance to fully understand what it is like to develop as a free man that has not been institutionalized or indoctrinated with this street culture bullshit. This bullshit, um, I've been all around it. Uh, was in it for a while. Didn't see any uh, justice. No pun intended. This is a terrible story. I'm getting ready to report to you and it is of course coming from the flossy informer now four men are arrested over the rape of an lsu sorority student 19 who was then dumped and hit and killed by ride share car at 3 a.m now college president brands attack brands the attackers evil and says amazing victim had limitless potential all right, Madison Maddie Brooks, 19, died in a hospital in Baton Rouge, Louisiana on January 15th this month. On Monday night, East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office announced that Kavion Washington, 18, was charged with third-degree rape alongside 17-year-old, alongside a 17-year-old whose name is being withheld by authorities because, you know, his age, he's a minor. Now, Kazen Carver, 18, and Everett Lee, 28, were also arrested and charged as accomplices to third-degree rape following Brooks's death. Arrest documents also indicate that Brooks had a blood alcohol level of 0.319. My God, she was, somebody was fucked up. Okay, at the time of her death, meaning she was highly intoxicated at nearly four times the legal limit. Washington, one of those charged in Brooks's alleged rape, stated that he had consensual, he had a consensual sexual encounter with her after the group left Reggie's bar in Tigerland in Baton Rouge following a night of drinking. Washington said that he and another team had intercourse with Brooks in the backseat of a car while Carver and Lee sat in the front seat. So what they're telling the police officers is that both of these guys, I admit, no disrespect to the dead, but these guys, the story is that they passed her around. Carver has admitted that he has had that that he and his three friends drank at the bar before leaving with Brooks, who was very unstable on her feet, was not able to keep her balance and was unable to speak clearly without slurring her words. The arrest document states now, fellas, if you're listening to this, especially my guys, and you know what to you ladies, too, because it, 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 it this goes for you, too. If somebody is highly intoxicated. Do not do anything in sexual nature. Just do not. I don't care how much they throw themselves at you. I don't care how much you've been waiting for it. I don't care how bad you want it. Don't do it. Just don't do it, okay? Now, Carver allegedly told the investigators that his 17-year-old friend and Brooks were hugging and walking together 
Investigators say Carver told them Brooks asked for a ride home with them. He then told investigators how both Washington and the 17-year-old asked Brooks to have sex with them, to which she agreed, the warrant states. However, Car Carver also told investigators he believed Brooks was too drunk to know that she was consenting to a, to a consenting to sex and he hated it. The men claimed Brooks then asked to be taken home, but say she gave them a number of different addresses before she got out of the car. So she was so belligerent drunk, is their story, that she didn't know where she lived at, and then she got out the car. Carver says, Carver says they later dropped off Brooks in a neighborhood near the scene where she was hit. Hit and killed shortly afterwards after she walked into the middle of the road. Brooks was said to have been standing in a unlit portion of the roadway when she, when she was struck. The driver who hit her has not been arrested and is not suspected of being under the influence. I don't know what exactly is going to happen in that case, but it is definitely an indicator to all. Always have the motherfucking way home set up. There is Lyft. There is Uber. Where were her girlfriends? Where were her bitches at? Where were all them motherfuckers at? She didn't have no gay friend that couldn't come pick her up. She didn't have nobody that couldn't come get this lady. Goodness gracious, man. It's a terrible way to die, man. Terrible way to die. The, the way that the, the, the story was first, because like I said, I usually don't read some of this stuff. Uh, I usually don't read all of this stuff. I see it, I save it, and then I come on here for my natural reaction. Now, the story made it seem like, because I saved this story in three or four different motherfucking ways, the story made it seem like these guys had sex with a dead body, which is not motherfucking cool. But yeah, man, I hope, I really do hope that, that if these guys didn't do anything wrong, that they don't face any kind of criminal implications or have or find themselves fighting the fucking legal system. Because most of the time, people do not understand that the legal system is not set up there for them to give you justice. The legal system is set up right now for you to take a plea, for you to go ahead and get wrapped up in their little programs and all their, uh, their other little shit so they can keep other people fucking employed. That's what the plea agreements do. Whenever you fucking plead guilty to something, you have to take probation. It's very likely that you're going to get in trouble uh, uh, if you continuously do what it is that you've done that's gotten you to where it is that you are and the situation, whatever. You know what the fuck I'm saying, motherfucker. Good God. Yeah, I hope them guys don't get wrapped up in that bullshit. But yeah, I mean, what do you do with that? I, I, I don't even know what the fuck to do with that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, that, that I definitely want to share with you. And, and one thing, that's very interesting that I have been seeing is this this really weird thing with uh, the Caucasians. Yes, the whites. Yes, I gotta talk about this. I can't find the clip right now, but it's a very interesting thing that's going on where they're kind of doing weird shit. But when are we not doing weird shit as a people? And let's just talk about a few morbid facts, my friend. Morbid Facts, Part 185. The singer of Peanut Butter Jelly Time died after an 11-hour standoff with police in 2002. Peanut Butter Jelly Time? Wait. 
During the ordeal, his brother-in-law Snoop Dogg attempted to calm him down and convince him to surrender. Big Snoop Dogg? Your intestines know how to get back in the right place. When performing abdominal surgery and the intestines need to be moved, the doctor will simply stuff them back in. There's a condition called Ondine's Curse, which causes sufferers to die if they fall asleep. My nigga Freddy Krueger is real! What the fuck? The only treatment is for patients to wear a ventilator every time they sleep. In 2001, a man donated his kidney to his wife who was suffering from renal failure. Eight years later, when his wife filed for divorce, he demanded her to return the kidney or pay over a million dollars. Hey, man. Did he give her his booty hole? Isn't your renal your at? Never mind. Never mind. Ne never mind. Let me just, let me just, uh, I, I don't even know what to do with that. You, can you take your, take your ass back? I've heard of taking your shit back, but can you, can you take your ass back? I mean, I've heard of people losing things. I've heard of people gifting things. But have you ever heard of someone losing their own goddamn home? And I'm not talking about, like, foreclosure. I'm not talking about eviction. I'm not talking about you got kicked out by your motherfucking family member. I want you to just go ahead and travel with me one quick second into your own mind. We're going to use your own imagination right now. I want you to imagine you getting everything that you need to go to the store you know you gotta wear clothes outside right and it's cold right now so it's not summertime and it's not necessarily spring so you gotta get your jacket if you're a woman you gotta get your purse shit if you're a dude you might gotta get your purse too but anyway you get your shit right you go to the store eggs are expensive as fuck you're already mad about the motherfucking total at the goddamn checkout line <coughs> Excuse me. You mad about the total at the checkout line. Now, after you get into your car, you got to worry about getting robbed at the motherfucking gas station. You successfully spend an enormous amount of money on gas. You get out of the robbery situation, and then you get home, and you find out you don't fucking live where the fuck you live at. What is going on right now? This is crazy, right? Now... This is coming to you from the neighborhood talk. An L.A. man was arrested after he attempted to force homeowners out of their house. Reportedly broke into the home while they were away. He changes the locks. <laughs> he forged and fake lease so the police couldn't evict him. Now, I mean, bruh, sis. Other, whatever the fuck you, flurry, furry, I don't know, whatever you want to get called. Now, imagine this shit. Just imagine what I told you. Imagine what I told you. Now, these are the words from um, um, journalist Jasmine Kanick. Oh, my God, this is wild. Now, this guy found himself in a con that he couldn't get out of. This guy, Devund Tenson, I think that's how you say his name. Tenson reportedly broke into a house in Inglewood, California. This guy is a gangster in Inglewood. While the homeowners, while the homeowners were away and literally set up shop inside the home, he changed the locks and made himself right at home. Tenson even created a fake lease to show police that he had the right to be in the home. When the rightful homeowners came back home after being on vacation, I just wanted to put you in the little store scenario because, you know, that's ah, a little bit more angry. These guys came home from vacation. You can only imagine 
that they were they were shocked to see a whole stranger. I mean, I don't like that whole saying, like, she had a whole baby. I never heard of a motherfucker having half of a baby. I heard R. Kelly said that we can go half on a baby, but having a half a baby and being a whole stranger, wasn't there a fucking person? There was a there was a fucking grown individual that had moved into their home, not a whole stranger. Okay. Now this motherfucker was living in their house, and they have saved up, worked hard to buy this house. They tried to get the police involved, but because he had that forged lease that I told you about, the police told them that they would have to battle for their house in court. It wasn't until the neighbors complained and they came across Jasmine's 2021 article article that exposed the fund as a known fraud that the police realized that this was a unique situation. He was arrested shortly after. People who were fond of Devon claim he was he was throwing housewarming parties and telling everyone that it was his home for the whole time. I mean can you say that this guy has mental problems or can you just say that this motherfucker right here is part of that new uh that new wave of scam generation to where uh, you know what work all your life and what i'm gonna do is get your social security number and just rip everything from up under you i'm gonna pull the rug from up under your feet and i know your hips you know they might be 50 60 years old you're not gonna heal right if somebody fuck your life up and your life savings up when you're in your 50s and your 60s, you can't start back over at that motherfucking age. Anyway, fuck Devon Tenson, and that is some terrible shit, you fucking con artist. Anyway, it's 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 everywhere, right? It's 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 a little bit of everything, everywhere, all the time, and and, and people are getting robbed left and right. One thing that really confuses me is when I hear about the rappers and the singers and and the artists that are in the music industry getting robbed of their publishing, of their, 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 unless they didn't write the song. I don't know necessarily who's writing the songs because most of these motherfuckers got ghostwriters and publicists and PRs. I mean, all of this shit's, it's a big economic circle microcosm that's wrapped all the way in. Um, Taylor Swift was uh, at some award show and she said this shit right here. There's been a new shift that has affected me personally that I feel is a harmful force in our industry. And that is the unregulated world of private equity. Now, it's funny how they can stand up and speak about the unregulated world of private equity. Like, the normal people who have nine to five jobs understand that shit, right? Especially if you have a regular United States education. You don't know anything about what the fuck it is that she's talking about. It's funny that they never come and speak out about anything else unless it's self-serving. Coming in and buying up our music as if it is real estate. This just happened to me without my approval or consultation after I was denied the chance to purchase my music. Why was she denied the chance to buy her own music? Isn't that something that you need to be speaking to your million dollar attorney about? Let me shut up. My entire catalog was sold to Scooter Braun's Ithaca Holdings in a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family. Whoa. Soros, that name sounds familiar. Do you guys know who Soros is? Let me think. Uh, James, Jimmy. Oh, George, is that the Amazon guy? 23 Capital and the Carlisle Group. Yet, 
To this day, none of these investors have ever bothered to contact me or my team directly. To hey, you motherfuckers, we need to be getting this bag together is what she's saying. Y'all niggas is tripping. Matter of fact, listen, all right, you guys are doing unethical practices and procedures that are excluding me from this generational wealth that you're establishing for your family. Perform their due diligence on their investment, on their investment in me to ask how I might feel about the new owner of my art, the music I wrote, the video. Oh, that's where it gets a little bit deeper for me. So does Taylor Swift write all of her songs? I mean, I know she's not a rapper. She doesn't have that many words in all of her damn songs like most rappers used to have. Um, but if she handwritten or all of that shit came up out of her head, doesn't she already own the rights? How do you lose the rights? Who do you sue to get them back? Wow, Taylor. I created. It looks like they gave you a swift kick in the ass. Photos of me, my handwriting, my album designs. And of course, Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. I'm fairly certain he knew exactly how I would feel about it. There's been a new shift. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. You know, uh, uh, I, I grew up, I grew up with my... With my, my, my grandma and my grandfather, and, and uh, I never met a Scooter. I just assumed that Scooter's a white guy. The name Scooter makes me want to scoot the fuck on because it sounds like the guy who named you might be Scooter Sr., and you might be Scooter Jr., and I know for a fact that your grandpa is racist as fuck. Good Scooter, does anybody black? And I'm not talking about a nickname, Scooter, my guy. I'm talking about first legal name on birth certificate, Scooter. Does anybody know a black Scooter? Huh? Does anybody know a black Scooter? Hit, hit, hit the motherfucking messages. You guys know where to fucking find me at. I'm, all, I'm on all three of the dinosaur platforms. The Instagram, the Book of Faces, that's Facebook for you dumbasses. Uh, and I'm also on uh, Twitter. Yes, where it can get very, very spicy, very, very, very fast. Now, I don't know if you motherfuckers know about things getting spicy very, very fast. This lady, she, uh, she jumped onto, I don't know what platform it was, but she shared a very interesting story, and I wouldn't necessarily call it spicy. I don't even know if I would call it hoish, but I know one thing, um, when someone is easy on the eyes to watch, uh, you can just watch him. So at first, I just kind of watched this on mute. I don't know what she's talking about. But the post says that she gave her Uber driver the cheeks after dropping her boyfriend off at home. Bruh, bruh, if you sitting at home and you see your guyo trending because she fucked the Uber driver, what do you do? Huh? So I'm in the backseat with this dude and he's going ahead and getting driven home by the dude that's driving, obviously. And me and him start like doing the doing in this man's backseat while he's driving. Crazy. It was New Year's. I had a lot to drink. I was off the brown liquor. I was brown off of so many brown liquors. Like it was it was intense. Why did I do it to do him? Girl, I was drunk. Period. I was drunk. I don't even know the man's name. But He's fussing the driver. He's like, oh, are y'all serious? Wait a second now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is a very misleading uh, post right here. It says that she dropped off her boyfriend, but she just now said she didn't know the dude's name. 
And then the guy starts arguing with it. Go ahead. It's right now, like, me and my girl ain't even good up in here. Like, are y'all really serious right now? He proceeds to drop the dude off. He looks at me. Now, I'm going to show you something. Brings me to his house. We what? This could have went left, right, up, down. A, B, A, B, select, start, bad. We do the dude. This man got kids. And he got a whole girl. Did I forget to mention that? Sorry. Wait a second. So he took you home. And you fucked him while his girl was in the house. Sometimes I can't take people say, all the time, every time. I can't take a lot of these motherfuckers seriously. I hope that she used protection. I really do hope that she used motherfucking protection. Because you know what happens when a man and a woman lay down. You know, they can have babies. And I reported a couple of days ago about that two foot tall, 16 pound motherfucking Brazilian baby. And that's no shade to you, big baby, baby, baby. But yeah, you know, a man and a woman create a child. This is age old. There's evidence. That's how we're all walking around. Is, you know, one thing slides into another, and when it slides into that thing, they hug each other. They love each other. It's an embrace of some sort. It is something that has been almost rewritten by you weird ass motherfuckers right now. You got that. Don't say that. I'm sorry, grandson. I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry. Um, can we go back to the way that the sun rises in the east and it sets in the... Let this guy say Brothers and sisters in Islam, if the sun wants to play the role of the moon and the moon wants to play the role of the sun, what happens? You have an eclipse. You have an eclipse. Either a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse. What happens when the eclipse happens? The effect of the sun is weakened. The effect of the moon is weakened. And the stars are nowhere to be seen. In the home, when the father wants to be the mother, and the mother wants to be the father, you know what happens? You have an eclipse, it's called a social eclipse. And when this happens, the effect of the father is not felt, the effect of the mother isn't felt, and the children suffer the most. Man, that's the goddamn truth, and I ain't trying to say damn and God at the same time, but Jesus! Ain't that the truth? You know, when, when we have these weird social things that are going on because people's feelings want to overpower nature sometimes you have to be reminded that nature will eat your asshole out and i'm not saying that to be nasty there are thousands of motherfucking documentaries that you can watch to remind you that no matter how you feel nature is unforgiving it has gotten us here and it will continue to work long after we stop breathing and it is not something to feel offensive about. I'm not throwing stones. Everyone knows I'm a light-skinned dude. Everybody knows we sensitive. Everybody knows I live in a glass house. Come on, man. And I yell into a microphone that's in somebody else's motherfucking garage. And I don't give a good... Grandson. Good, good, good morning, man. What's going on? Papa. My guy. What's up? Okay. I'm trying to do my job here. What's going on with the board? I don't know. Anyway, before my grandson stopped me about telling you about nature, like I said, there are thousands of videos that you can go on the internet and find. They will remind you that nature is unforgiving and it doesn't give a fuck about your birthday. It doesn't give a fuck about your holiday. It don't give a damn about your anniversary. You know one thing that nature 
also does and, and, and is basically uh, uh, always doing, adapting. Now, as we have terraformed this damn planet into what it is that we see right now, nature has constantly found a way to adapt to what it is that we're doing to it. And as it's adapting, I believe it's becoming real resilient and a lot of people are taking advantage of that. This next story is coming to you from the Coast Guard. The U.S. Coast Guard found a turtle, not a ninja turtle, not a snapping turtle, but a sea turtle <laughs> with $53 million worth of cocaine strapped to it, man. Whoa. My guy, I would have loved to been fishing that damn day. I, I don't know what I would have done with all that damn cocaine, but I know somebody would have got it off. I know that for a fact. Now, I hate to say that, but damn it, shit. I'm glad they did get that dope off the streets. That is ridiculous. Who in the fuck is going to lose their damn neck over this shit? $53 million worth of cocaine. I don't even know from what country it came from, but if it came from, um, from Mexico, they got some shit going on down there with El Chapo and his son and the war and all that other shit. So somebody here gonna roll behind this shit. I do wonder sometimes though that, uh, if some of that cocaine was to like uh, seep into the water around that turtle, is that turtle gonna get high? I mean, you know, it is cocaine. I do wonder, what are the side effects for a turtle if it ingests that cocaine? I don't know why I wonder, but I just wonder those things. I'm, I'm, a, I'm Yes, I am an idiot, grandson. This is very much true, very much true. Now, on to other idiotic things. You know, all these kids talk about nowadays is getting to the bag. I need my bag. I'm here for the bag. It's the only reason I put up with this shit for the bag. Well, one thing that they forget is that uh, we didn't used to call it uh, the bag. We had a uh, paper, a uh, Fetty, Skrilla, Scratch. If you're old enough, you know why those four words go together. It's uh, be about your paper, man. Fetty, Skrilla, Scratch. You know about that if you were OG. And, and, and truthfully, you're not even an OG. You're just, matter of fact, I, I had to go three ways because I am an OG. That's right. I forgot. Not in the, 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 the classical, traditional fact or fashion or anything. I'm just an old guy. I'm just an old grandpa just talking his shit. But is it wrong for me to be about my bag, for me to be about my Fetty? For me to be about my scratch, for me to be about my guap, is that wrong? Well, this grandmother refuses to babysit her granddaughter unless her mom pays her $20 an hour. And this is coming to you from the neighborhood talk. I want y'all to think about this situation. A mother is asking for the internet's help after she revealed that her own mother is charging her to babysit her newborn baby. Now, what is wrong with that? Right? Take money to make money, right? Well, fuck. Anyway, in a Reddit post, Nina opened up about her and her husband's financial struggles. Since the birth of their baby girl, they found themselves in a hole of debt, and now they're trying to figure out how daycare costs will factor into that. Nina says she reached out to her mom for help babysitting her daughter so she could return to work. But her mom straight up told her no. 
<laughs> and she could only do it if she was getting paid twenty dollars an hour. <laughs> Good shit, Bob's. Her reasoning because she doesn't agree with women going to work after having kids. She's old school and believes that women should always be stay-at-home moms. Now the story, okay, I didn't know that. Now the mom's reasoning for this is that I just don't want the money. I just know you can't afford to pay me, so now you gotta stay home. That's kind of fucked up, I think. I'm not sure. To each his own, though. Now, the lady says her mom, M-U-M, so I don't think that they're from here at all. She says, my mom is 64 and has been a stay-at-home mom since 1992 and hasn't been part of the workforce since then. Nina explained in a, in a Reddit post, she refused, saying she's too old and that she already raised her kids. Now, in mom's defense, she's 64. Bruh, you gotta have very good fucking reflexes with these, these kids. They are not regular. I got a 20-something-year-old kid, two of them. These ain't them kids. I'm telling you that right now. Now, her mom said that she's too old and she already raised her kids. She also added that if I really wanted this baby, then maybe I should have thought about staying home like she did to take care of it while my partner goes to work and provides for us like a traditional family. Nina, Nina continues to explain how they need the money to save up for a new house and also pay off their debt. But grandma still isn't budging. In a couple of years, we will need more space. When I explained all of this to my mom, maybe that was a typo because now it's mom. She told me that she would charge me $20 an hour for each hour. She takes care of the baby, plus late fees, if we are late to pick up. I mean, I ain't mad at mom. Man, raising kids is hard, but folks cell phones. And right now, it gets extremely more complicated because everything that you say to your child it goes in one ear and it immediately gets shredded like a garbage disposal hit it and, and it doesn't even go out the other ear they just shit it out i mean literally they got cell phones so yeah i mean I, I, I'm, I'm still with moms i'm team grandma real shit you don't have children and put that shit on your parents. You shouldn't do that. Be a responsible adult. You motherfuckers know every damn thing. Well, know for a fact that you ain't got the money or the time to take care of a child just because you want to jump up and down with somebody and bump uglies, all right? That's all we saying. Get over yourself, you'll be all right. You know, when I look back on some of the things that I saw growing up, um, I remember the Muppets. Maybe some of y'all don't remember the Muppets. I remember the Muppets before they got all uh, social and woke and all this old other shit. But it's funny someone brought to my attention that in 1975, they predicted what most of these ladies would look like. And I'm going to use that as the title of this. Are we puppets? Are we Muppets or puppets? What's going on? I mean, literally, the picture that I'm looking at is of a Muppet. It's of a Muppet. And it looks exactly like some of y'all ladies. The inflated lips, the extra long eyelashes. I, I mean, the long ass weaves, nothing natural. And, and, and I mean, I don't know how you could get unnatural with a motherfucking Muppet. I just, I, I don't know. I just know that it's not fucking right. I, I, I really don't know. Now, 
as we talk about Muppets and that, as, as we talk about women and how things have changed, I don't know if some of you had the opportunity to grow up with your grandparents or better yet, your great grandparents, because that's where the knowledge actually lies, is in the elders. If you live long enough, you gotta know something. You gotta know something. One thing that I knew that my great-grandmother and my great-grandfather knew was to love each other openly and to respect each other openly. And another thing is, uh, you know, when one was hungry or, or if one need, you know what? It was the simpler things in life back then before so many distractions were prevalent in our life. Please take a listen to this interview with Wendy Williams and, uh, 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 I believe his name is Mackie. You and I have something in common. You mm. believe in a lot of cases that men and women have roles. Oh, yeah. All right, well, you say it because oh, people get you mad better believe when I it. I'm, I'm from this. Uh, yeah, you better believe it. I mean, I, yeah. I, I know you're from New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm, no. only, I'm only from Jersey, yeah, but, but I do believe yeah. that if he wants a sandwich... You make daddy a sandwich. What is wrong with that? I don't understand what is wrong to catering to the person it is that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. <laughs> the apprehension, oh, no, he didn't. That's a program. Most of the time. No, 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 no. Let me ask you this. Well, okay, let me ask you this. If me and you out, and somebody say something slick to you. You punch him in the face. You want me to smack him in his mouth, yep, right? That's right. Okay, that is a program. We are programmed to protect ladies. Most guys are programmed to protect women. So if I take you on a date and I say, look, baby, we gonna go Dutch. No. Exactly. If we walking up to the car and I don't open your car door, what do you say? Open the door. You better believe it. Yeah, no, I, I am with you. I think. So you make daddy a sandwich. I think. <laughs> I will, after I get out of the shower. Yeah, yeah. But it'll, it'll get done. If I'm outside cutting that grass, bring daddy some lemonade. It's hot outside. You and I this is true. Can we get that back? Can we get that back? Huh? Can we get, can we stop doing six to eight and I owe you one and get the full motherfucking six, nine, you stingy motherfuckers. Goodness. Anyway, speaking about relationships, and this is something that I was trying not to even talk about, but it is something that needs to be discussed. When we are in relationships, we must always control our tempers and stay calm. No matter who we're with, no matter what we're feeling. Now, I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan. Now, I know for a fact that you cowboy motherfuckers are still butthurt. It's all right. They have cushions for that. Get you a donut. You'll be good. All right. Now, this story is coming to you from the source. Now, Source Sports is reporting that the 49ers defensive lineman Charles um, Omenehu, Omenehu was arrested for domestic violence. Now, his girlfriend called the police on him after he allegedly pushed her to the ground during an argument. In this time, in this year, we should know that we call the police on our spouses, and not only could they die, but we could also die when certain cops show up to our residence. Yesterday, I fucking re I reported on a story where two cops showed up to these to to to, to the, this family's home, and these cops, one of these cops, was 
basically on drugs. I mean, big motherfucking drugs, bruh. And you say to yourself, that's fucking impossible. It's not impossible. These guys showed up to this guy house tweaking out. Now, when you call the police on each other, please understand that bad things can happen. And the only way to prevent any of these bad things of happening is to what? Treat each other with kindness, man. Treat your spouse with a little bit of love. If you get into an argument, take a walk. When you say things when you're mad, you can't unsay them when you're happy. Some people can't unhear what they have already heard. Be very, very cautious with your vocabulary and with your words. I just made that up. You guys can use it. Yeah, man, you know, also in other news, I read this uh, report that uh, after the game, um, the, the, the basketball game, Dak threw his helmet in disgust. And it was intercepted. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I can't, I can't let you guys off. That damn easy. I, I'm, I'm not done. Yesterday, I was talking about some crazy shit that I saw on my feed about the earth. You know, the thing that it is that they say that we're standing on that might not be flat, that's not surrounded by a dome. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I saw this and I thought you might want to know about it. And this is coming to you from the science, from the science news magazine. Um, Earth's inner core may be temporarily, may have, what the fuck? As I read, I had to stop talking. Earth's inner core may have temporarily stopped rotating relative to the mantle and surface. Research, researchers report now the direction of the inner core's rotation may be reversing part of what could be a roughly 70 year long cycle that may influence the length of Earth's days and magnetic field. I don't know what that means. Does that mean we get longer days? Does that mean we get shorter days in a 70 year long cycle? Now, through some researchers, though some researchers are skeptical, such a profound turnaround might sound bizarre, but Earth is volatile. Wait, our planet's inner core is revolving so, is a revolving so, solid metal ball illustrated in yellow studies has, have suggested that this solid heart may rotate within the liquid outer core compelled by the outer core's magnetic torque based on historical earthquake records researchers infer that the inner core may oscillate with a roughly 70 year periodicity switching directions every 35 years or so so what they're saying is that the earth's inner core has a spinning mechanism of its own that is very interesting a lot of this stuff is far above my head but i did learn something new that that where we have a internal system inside the system that we're already internally in fascinating to a fucking idiot like me yeah this is that's very true grandson i mean there's so much here to to report like i said in the opening of the show you know a gun shop owner caught a robber before he could up his blick you know in a failed robbery attempt and i just want to say this good job store owner somebody tries to take your shit, I believe you do have the right to kill a motherfucking ass. No lie, because guns go off accidentally, and if you accidentally lose your life because somebody was trying to take your shit, and then they say that it was an accident, but you already did, who in the fuck is gonna talk for you? So kill their ass every time they try to rob you. I ain't mad at that. Not one mother 
fucking bit. I really can't find this clip that I was looking for. But I'm going to end the show with two clips. And I want to say this in particular. Now, I hate no one. I, I harbor no harsh resentments or feelings or anything negative to say about anybody. Now, here's the first clip. I love this story so much. I heard it a long time ago and I've researched it. This is true shit and it'll teach you so much about your life. So buffaloes, we're, yes, we're talking about buffaloes. Buffaloes as a species, they hate water. They, they hate being in storms. And so they have learned as a species that when they see storm clouds, they run towards them because they have learned as they run towards the storm, they will stay in it for the least amount of time because they will get to the other side of it. They've also learned that if they run away from the storm, the storm will always catch up with them and that they are moving with it and they will stay in that storm for much longer than they need to. It's just such a reminder to attack your problems, to right. run towards your problems, to run towards that difficult shit because it will catch up with you. Running away from it does not make that problem go away. You can't hide from it. I love this story. Now, now with that being said, I'm so glad that he was the one that delivered that that metaphorical uh, insight, not only into what it is that I spoke about earlier, nature. It does adapt and it does know how to survive. We right now are working off of emotions. He brings up a very, very good point. When you have a problem, I don't care if that problem is singular or individual, meaning within oneself, you need to attack that problem. But as a collective, when you have a problem, don't you need to attack that also? Now, the next story I'm going to read to you, it's a fucking terrible story. And I hate to report these motherfucking terrible fucking stories. But hold on, let me try to pull it up. It seems like, it seems like it's not fucking pulling up. The story is about that gay couple who adopted their kids and fucking pimped them out. I, I gotta stop using the fucking word. Uh, it's about the gay couple who pimped out their kids. Now, to me, just to me, I hate for any type of, of, you know, uh, uh, finger pointing at one particular culture or lifestyle or anything. That's just not how I believe that, that people operate. I do understand one thing, that there are bad people, no matter where it is that you go, no matter where it is that you live, but there are also good people. You know, it just depends on who it is that you keep in your microcosm. These two motherfuckers automatically, and you know what? Come to think about it, there's no need for me to redistribute that, 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 that pain or try to make it seem like I got anything against gay people. What I have a problem with is them not having something against the gay people that are fucking it up for them. Because when normal people, and I don't mean normal, when straight people read this shit, we don't care about your lifestyle, but we do see that some people will completely take advantage of the movement it is that is in action right now. You know, when you see that, that someone is using a complete, and this happens, before I go any further, this happens on every single movement. This is the same shit that happened with Black Lives Matter. This is the same shit that happened with every single organization that starts off as a non-profit or some weird shit like that. And I'm not saying that this equates to that or that equates to this. I'm just calling for action from that community to push motherfuckers like this out. Maybe let me just say it like that. Push these motherfuckers out. 
real shit. Get them away from you. If they not your people, make it very, very clear that them is not your people. Because sometimes people cannot decipher the motherfucking difference. Now, as you know, I do have a job, but I love doing this. So I come and I do this every single day for free. And I do appreciate you fucking with me, but right now I need 30 seconds of your time. Please pull your phone out. Please pull your phone out. I need you to go ahead and give me that five stars. I need you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Hit that notification bell so that you get notified when these pos- when these podcasts drop on the daily. You're definitely going to get a two-piece tonight. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that's when I drop two episodes in one day. Give me that uh, sub- subscription. Give me that uh, like. Uh, go ahead and share the podcast. Get the podcast out there. This shit is organic. No ads are paid for. Never been paid for on my podcast. I'm not asking you guys for money. I know everybody is strapped right now. All I need is for you to go ahead and send that share out. Go ahead and send that kite out. Go ahead and get the podcast out. Let somebody else tell me that my podcast sucks. And I could tell them what they can do with their daddy's dick. But yeah. Every single one of these podcasts are recorded in one sitting. No edits, no alterations. Nothing is non-genuine, and you are genuinely listening to justice. Every single one of these podcasts are dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, the memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, Mama. I miss you, baby. Papa. Oh, and my grandson, Malik. Thank you, guy. What's going on? Go Oh, Why I gotta... That's right, I do gotta go to work. Anyway, once again, this is another episode of The Justice... Wait, wait, one last thing. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody, you good with me, man. You good with me. This is another episode of The Justice and the Peace podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace.